This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon, and we are live, and our phone lines are open. Our number is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's 100% toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. That's right, this is a call-in show. You can get a free evaluation of your old stuff or collectibles or whatever you think might have value around the house, and you're going to get, well, two all-stars, two famous people to tell you all about your stuff, Paul Kenny and his son Bogart are here. They're two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada. Good afternoon. Thank you. You're too kind to us there. Hey, it's an exciting show. Everyone's talking about this show. They all love it. Hey, we had a big week this week. Oh, really? Oh, you know what? I should say that everyone's kind of envious and everyone's got silver fever right now because you brought in a 100-ounce bar of silver that everyone's been touching and passing around through the building. A lady this week, we're going to call her Elizabeth, Brought in 2,200 ounce bars. Whoo! And we, well, how did you carry it? You didn't tell me to carry it in there. You couldn't even carry 20. That is 140 pounds. (laughs) So, how did she bring it in there? that much? No, it's more actually. No, it's 70 pounds, 35. It's 140 pounds, yes. Wow. Of silver. And we outbid their competition by almost $2,000 on the deal. Wow. She was happy. And now, now this week, guess what? There's going to be a sale on silver in our store. We have a lot of 100-ounce bars, but we sell them at a reasonable price. You can buy a 100-ounce bar for like $1.40 over spot. And we can explain that if anyone calls through to our store, we'll tell them the price over the phone. And if silver goes up, we're going to charge more for this silver. And if silver goes down, we'll charge a little less. But it is an excellent way to buy silver. She just has – she had money she needed for something else. And this is how gold and silver is completely convertible. She brought it in. She got the money the same day. She's happy. We're happy. Now we have some silver for our clients to buy. And they can buy a brand new. <laughs> People RC- hear you strain as you lift it. <laughs> I know. It's a giant paperweight. It's a hundred, this is 100 ounces of silver. And when you hold it, it's almost sexy. Oh, oh no, it's so sexy. And I was going to say, as you hold it, you can feel yourself. I yeah. don't know if you're a Lord of the Rings fan. I can <laughs> feel like I turn from Smeagol to Gollum as I hold it. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to let it go. Anyway. S- Silver and gold is where it's at. And, like, I keep on telling people, if you've got – if you're going to give a present for Christmas, you can give silver or gold. And that's something the grandkids and the kids will appreciate later on because they do need money. They can cash it in. Oh, yeah. So exciting at the time. If I open up a box and there's a silver bar in there, I'm not going to be happy. I I would rather some underwear or some socks. Come on. That's (laughs) practical. Are you saying that that big bar there is a gift for Bogart, your son? Early Christmas gift? I'll take that. That's Uh, all right. For the next five, if I don't have to give him stuff for the next five years, no, this is a nice bar. Oh, yeah. so catch up in the night, last 20 but years. But they look good. And this is this is what people should be interested in, their gold and silver. You can, tr- There's two things. You can either buy it as an investment or just to give as a present. Or if you've got gold and silver, you want it in broken rings and, and watches and stuff like that, you turn it into something that will be saleable later. Mm. That the, Like your grandkids, they won't know uh, that, the, that a watch is gold maybe or a ring is uh, gold. Yeah. This way, they bring it into us. They can either take cash for it, or we can give them actual gold and silver. So this actually works. Well, and gold and silver for a lot of people worried about runaway inflation. A lot of people would suggest hedge yourself with some physical hard gold and silver. Yeah. Also, you guys came across a a, a, a vase or a vase. What are we going to call oh. it? When it's expensive, it's a what? Which is it's a it's a vase. When they're over fifty dollars, <laughs> they're a vase. Okay. So somebody thought they had a vase. It was going to get thrown out. 
or sold yeah. for very little. Well, what, no. What's the story there? Well, there's two stories. We were doing a house. We were helping with this week with a house because what we do, we're a service industry. I, Bogart and I will come, uh, look over your stuff, tell you what you should donate if you want to donate it, what you should be selling, what you should be clearing out because you, most people are moving from large houses now into condos. And that happens. And we can actually help you with the, the real estate. We're a full service. We start right from the moment that you decide you want to move and you want to downsize, that's where you should be calling us because we can help you with um, arranging for a, a Zoomer-friendly real estate agent if mm. you need that. But then we have the house. We can clear out the stuff that is not – that will make – that people will make the house sell slower. We'll get rid of all that. And he'll help the real estate agent get you to stage the house. And that would, and he'll also help you if you're going to buy another one. But we take care of everything in the middle. So we make it – moving is really hard. And we just make yes, it as – Yes, I know. I have a direct experience with this. <laughs> <laughs> moving is really hard. But we try and make it as painless as we can and take and, – and less stress – so you can call us, and we take care of it from beginning to end. But this case this week, there were some helpers there, and they were going to give away. They were putting a, ba- um, a Lalique vase into a donation box. Now, I have nothing against people donating. I think it's commendable. But they were going to give this, and it was going to be sold in the store for $20. I... And it was a $500 vase. So it's much better to give us that vase we will sell it and give, and we will donate the money for you to the charity that you want, or even if you have a larger items. This is something that it's better to give the charity a thousand dollars, and rather than give them a thousand dollar item that they sell for ten dollars, or would you right. rather give them the thousand dollars? Well, it's about getting maximum value, yeah. right? It's nice to donate. We'll make sure that the people receiving that donation understand the value of the products. Yeah, some people will sell their house and they'll donate all the contents. Well, that's where you would call us. We would arrange for what for selling it all and making sure that the their maximum money goes to the charity. That's what we do. But we also have a five thousand we actually what you're saying about that vase, we, another person brought in a vase, a Dom Nancy, that we have online right now for five thousand US. Wow. Well, well, how do you get a five thousand who who made it? Oh, it was, was made it? it was made in France, made in the twenties. It's Beautiful vase. It's o- it's almost as big as this coffee cup. It's four and a quarter inches. One radio. They can't tall. see the coffee cup. <laughs> they see, can imagine what... a coffee cup. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's why we should be on TV because I could show this vase. I could show this hundred ounce bar. Okay. And I could show and I could show the coffee cup, but it's only four inches tall, and it's going to get five thousand dollars U.S. Maybe up as high as six or seven thousand. This is why. If you bring some people, if you bring someone to buy it rather than consign it to us, they'll give you a hundred. Some some dealer would give a hundred, two hundred dollars for it, and they still sell for five thousand. But you don't get the five thousand. Right. In our case here, we take our commission because we're allowed to make money. We're not saints. We're allowed to make money, but more of the money goes to the consigner, and that's what we do. So it is an exciting time for Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. Not only are they two stars of Storage Wars Canada, they have a Fairly new store. I mean, you guys are in Richmond Hill. The location's at 10,341 Young Street. And you can go and bring in your strange items for a live in-person assessment. Meet the two stars. You can also call them if you're clearing out a house. Maybe you've inherited some items. You're wondering about the value. Their off-air phone number is 905-737-4653. If you want their services off-air, 905 905- 737-4653. If you have an item that you'd like them to see right now, you can snap a picture and email it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. For a free assessment right now, live on the radio, give us a call right here, 416-360-0740. Our first caller, by the way, is going to be Alice in Niagara Falls. Alice, how are you? Alice? Good morning. Hi. I'm really enjoying your show. Uh-oh. Great to have you. Okay, I have a very deep-cut glass fruit dish, and all around the top it has gold scallops in the way of a trim, two inches wide, two inches deep, and it has uh, ten nappies that exactly match it. Sorry, we we had a technical difficulty. Can you take us through this piece of glass again? Okay, deep-cut large glass fruit dish. Okay. 
and it has gold scallops around the top as a trim. They're two inches wide, two inches deep, and it has ten nappies that match it. Is it cut or is it pressed? Yeah, no, it's like a cut. It's like it's really cut. The The glass is quite deep, and, it, and it's quite, you know, it looks like somebody just took and cut a lot of, you know, design in the bottom of the glass. Okay, this sounds like American, American Brilliant Period cut glass. It was made from about 1880s through about almost to the beginning of the war, and what they would take is very cut crystal, it'd be thick glass, and they would cut bowls or they would cut uh, punch bowls and teapots and everything like this out of it. And a lot of these pieces, depending on who, is there a signature on it? There'll be an acid sign mark on the bottom, probably. Um, likely on the big bowl, possibly. Okay. Um, these sets, I've sold them as high as $8,000. Uh, depending on, this was a Hawks one I sold. It was fully signed Hawks. And it had it only had five of the cups of the punch set that went with it, but it's very deep. It's almost if you lift it up with your hands, the glass almost cuts into your fingers, right? Yes. yes that's yeah. Does. That sounds like American Brilliant period. That sounds dangerous. Alice, turn it over. Did you just say eight thousand dollars? Carefully. I don't want to hear it smash on the phone either. <laughs> the no, I'm a senior, and I, you know, I could really use the money. And I also have a gold teapot. That I'm, and when I say gold, it's similar to the color on the cut glass fruit dish, and it has a sugar and match uh, milk bowls as well, mm-hmm. and has white flowers on it. Sounds like uh, Royal Winton made stuff that was gold covered. That would be 1930s usually. It was very popular, unless it was um, there was some earlier stuff was made by the Japanese. But uh, I'd have to see that, but. Uh, the china of that period, teapots are always the best piece in a china set and the most coveted and most collected. And they can go anywhere between $20 and 300 without a picture. This is why we should be on TV, because I'd have pictures. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the glass bowl, uh, the cut glass, and the nice thing about the cut glass is they can't m- remake this stuff in China today. And not to have anything against the Chinese, but it ta- this stuff, a bowl like this would have taken maybe a week to cut. And one individual cutter would cut it in a reverse way, in, and it would take them a week. of Each individual cut was made. And they're actually very, very desirable, but it depends on the pattern and depends on who uh, signed it. Cut glass used, like, used to be very, very collectible and still is. Alice, nice. we need to know who signed the bottom of this thing. Is there any way to check it out? Um. Yeah, it's going to take a minute, though. We got a minute. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live this cloudy Sunday afternoon. If you have an item that you'd like to call in and get a free evaluation of, maybe it's an antique, an old comic book, coins, vintage toys, cards, books, gold, silver, guns, whatever you have that you think might have value, you can call in right now for a free assessment with two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's totally toll-free. You can give us a call, 1-866-740-4740. Alice, how are we doing with the bowl? Alice? Out of my china cabinet, but I can't see anywhere that um, says a name on it. This is why you need a glass. We're glass experts. We actually, it, we, it's better for us to actually see it in person, touch it, feel it. Even a, a photo is very hard to tell. I don't want to feel it. That thing says it cuts you in a day. No, it's, I can <laughs> feel it. I know what it is it right really away. It really is beautiful. It's got, you know, a different design on each section of it. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, Alice, how did you come across this stuff? Uh, it was handed down by my parents, and they had it for years, and I've got quite a few different things that were handed down by my parents as well. Alice, this sounds very exciting, I have to say. So what do you get, what would you do in a case like this? You have somebody in Niagara Falls? No, I can you, go down I go down Niagara Falls when we go down to play poker. Uh, we go down to Niagara Falls about once every couple of weeks. I have another call in Beamsville from the, that I got this actually from the show this week. Someone called me, said so some furniture's in the garage. I'm going to go see it. But for me, I'd like to do two or three things. That, I'd like to be efficient with my time. 
<laughs> what, so, what do you mean? So you're going to go to Beamsville, you're going to visit Alice and play poker? That's that's being efficient? Is that what's happening? Yes. Or are you going to go play poker <laughs> at Alice's house? That's right. <laughs> Alice, you might have to hold up six guys at your kitchen table yeah. for a few hours. No. We can help you on this. but like, And you might have other items. Like the cut glass, if you went to Burke's in 1910, they would have had a section for their sterling, which we buy, their gold jewelry, and cut glass would have been about half of the room. Okay. Hey, Alice, we're going to keep you on the line. We're going to get your contact information. And this is, how nice is this? We're setting up like a nice little network with people. This is a lot of fun. Our next caller is going to be Barbara in Hamilton. Barbara, how are you? Hello. Hi, Barbara. Hi. Um, I don't know. I have a set of dishes. My dad's passed away now, but they were a wedding gift to him in 1935. Okay. Wow. They had painted. They've got uh, flowers and the kind of yellow, and they've got gold rims. They're made in England. Now, is there a name? Right over it says made in England. There's going to be a, a symbol or a company name over that. Yeah, just let me go and get one of them, and I'll be able to yeah. tell you. That's Shut- good. So this is perfect. We've got someone in Niagara Falls. we got someone in Hamilton. We already got two for this from this show. Calling Oakville. Okay. Oakville's on I'm the way. Look- I'm looking at the milk picture now. Yep. And the emblem, oh, I'm looking at, okay, made in England, Um, I'm trying to see what that name above it is, looks like it's T-A-E-L, it looks like the last, a capital E-L, has a picture, it's kind of in a square oblong. And it has a picture of a house, I believe, on it. And mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to... Grinda? Does that make Grindley. sense? Grinley. Grinley. Okay. Yeah. Grinley is going to be an earthenware, and it's um, it's not the top of the line. It'll okay. be... Um, it's not a bone china. It's an earthenware, and okay. it was made as utilitarian. It would have been sold in a booth store, or it wouldn't have been sold in in Burke's or Ashley's at the time. Oh, okay. It would have been sold in the uh, um, general store in that area, or right. um, and it would have been. It was bought to be used, right. where you buy some it's of the other Wedgwood and Ainsley. They bought it to put in the cabinet. Mm. Your Grinley was bought to be used. You can use, if it doesn't have the gold on it, it can actually go into um, the microwave, and. But yeah, no, these can't go in the microwave; it'll explode. <laughs> oh, the mic- they don't. They general do general dollar value. Rim. Yeah, they have the gold rim. Yeah, if now, you have some the, of the gold, like the picture I'm looking at, the gold around. Oh no, it's there. It's quite yeah. thick. It's. Uh, okay. 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 Uh, what with the Grinley? It'll probably if you've got a twelve place setting of Grinley. It's usually the hundred, hundred and fifty dollar area because no one's collecting individual pieces to re put back into the new set. Oh, so I it's, see. So it's sold as a set generally. It's still usable, but that's all it's... That's wait, wait, I want to clarify this. So you can't put things in the microwave because it's going to explode? Why is it going to explode? No, metal, it's got metal. Gold metal. The gold oh, trim. Oh, okay. So I that's just, real metal. I just saved myself a microwave. On uh, <laughs> No, remember the one last week I had to replace? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I know why. On... Uh, Go ahead. Our Let's... next caller is going to be Art in St. Catharines. By the way, that was Hamilton, Niagara Falls, St. Catharines. We're getting closer to a road trip here. Yes. Art in St. Catharines, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Well, thank you. How are you guys? Good. Fantastic. We're always good. That's good. Well, I love your uh, TV show. We're Very much exciting. smarter on radio than we were on TV. You know this, right? <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I have um, a 100-year-old antique. Okay. It's a 1916 Simplex 35-millimeter silent hand crank projector. Wow. Okay. That's just 100 years, too. I did the math. (laughs) 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 On something like that, now, is is it fully working? Uh, Well, yeah. uh, I can crank it, and you can put film in it. Uh, however, there, there's not an electrical system for a, a lamp to show oh. the movie at this moment. So it's more of a a collection piece. So it's more it like a it's more like an art piece. Cute. Then is that what you're talking about? Oh, what a great movie prop that would make! No. I was going to say it would look good in like a home theater. Is what I would say. Something like that. Well, 
it's from a, a, a theater that's 101 years old, and um, it was used uh, for the first movie shown in the theater 101 years ago. And according to the newspaper article, the first movie shown at this theater was Charlie Chaplin's movie, The Tramp. That was a silent movie. And under the ad in the newspaper, it claims that it's the first time that Charlie Chaplin's movie, The Tramp, was ever shown in Canada. Sorry, what was the make of this projector? Simplex. 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 Now, I'm going to go on. Did you? I know you got the projector. Did you get any of the movie posters out of this theater? Because this week, someone just brought in to me a set of Gone with the Wind, uh, sorry, Wizard of Oz, um, uh, movie po- um, lobby cards that are worth about twenty thousand dollars. Wow! So the projector's nice, but a lot of people aren't—they're just going to let it sit there. But if you had the movie posters or the lobby cards from the twenties, thirties, and forties, they would—and I think a Charlie Chaplin movie poster for the Tramp would probably be in the area of eight to twelve thousand dollars just yeah, for one movie poster. Those- Memorabilia's are gone with the wind. Oh, uh-huh. oh okay. Uh, uh, that was that was, that good. was I sad. That no, no, that was that's a joke. I wish I'd come up with. So okay. the projector. What kind of condition is it in? Like, if I bought it now to put in my living room, would it look it's, good? It's excellent condition. Hmm. You you can even read the nameplate of the manufacturer with the serial number of the projector. We've looked up a picture of it online. It's got a wooden handle on it, correct? Yes, it does. And it's still intact. Yes. Very exciting. Yes. I, now, you know, this, to, I was going to say, like, I, I don't know what it's worth in terms of historical value, but stuff like that for people decorating their homes, the sky's the limit, right? Like, yeah, if it's going right. to be some, even a B-list celebrity goes, okay, for my home library, I need something like that. Yeah. Or someone who's on TV might buy something like well, this. Well, I was going to say, it could match, <laughs> but you guys aren't film stars. I guess you could. Yeah, there's a big market, yeah. though, for sure. Um, well, I contacted Richard Dreyfus. He was quite excited about it, uh, but I didn't want to sell it at the time. Wait, now we're bidding against Richard Dreyfus? Is that what's happening? Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> spoken to him in a while. The apprenticeship of Duddy Kravitz. Yeah. Okay. I, this is something that I actually I'm going to research during the week, and I will have an answer for you next week. This is going to be thousands of dollars, though. This thing looks ridiculous. Yes. It, it could be, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think somebody would just want it literally for a talking uh, you know conversation yeah. piece in their living room this could be like this is a museum piece this thing like this is awesome if you're wondering what we're talking about if you want to google it or whatever look it up on your phone right now again it's a 1916 silent hand crank projector and it's made by simplex and the 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 examples we have online are just beautiful simplex i believe is still in business art thank you for your phone call i think we're going to gather your information as well so we can be in touch we're going to go to bruce in scarborough now there you go back to the gta okay. boys bruce how are you not too bad, gentlemen. How are yourselves? Good. Good. What you got? Good. I've got a 1900 shin plaster, 25 cent bill. Okay. In perfect condition. Corners are sharp. Uh, yes. No creases. No creases. No folding. I've got it in a little plastic uh, container, whatever you want to call it. I bought it in 1969 from a gentleman I used to work with. His uncle left him 400 so he sold me one for $4 okay. in 1969. I went to see him a couple of years ago to show him uh, the shin plaster that uh, I bought from him, and he passed away. Oh, man. <laughs> I just I would have just liked to shown them what condition I've kept it in, but it's 116 years old. Yep, with with shin plasters and all paper money which we deal with in the store, mm-hmm. condition is the most important thing. The now, what? if if it's perfect like you say, yeah, we can, uh, and it all depends on some of the sign. Then we get down to the signatures. Like we just sold a shin plaster about two weeks ago in our auction. And uh, no, it didn't go in the auction. Someone bought it before it got there, and we sold it for about $270. Okay. Now, that was one shin plaster, but it was perfect. I mean, there was nothing wrong with it because there are a lot of shin plasters out there. The reason they call them shin plasters is because they were, they were virtually useless. I mean, people, it was 25 cents, mm-hmm. and it was like people would use them as 
put around their shins and stuff like that. They, it was a joke, but people never oh, considered them like so, money. Gotcha. Okay. I understand. Okay. Oh, we're talking about money? Yeah, yeah it's paper money. Yeah. Oh, here. This is a bill. Sorry. <laughs> now, a lot of people thought it was Canadian tire money. No, no. That's showed. how it does appear, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's small, but if you bring it into the store, I'd love to take a look at it and determine if it's that kind of condition. And we can give you a price at the store. We'll tell you what it will sell for and what we would pay for it. Well, he bought it for 4 bucks. Is he looking at a decent return? Has he doubled his money? He'll at least double your money, sir. (laughs) How's that? What was that again? I'm sorry. I said you'll at least double your money. But no, I'll have to take a look at and I can see the condition of it. And then we can uh, tell you what it's worth, which I don't mind if you – and you can take it somewhere else – or we will buy it and we'll give you what we will pay for it. Okay? I see. Could I ask you one more question? Sure. I have a night, I, I, like it was, it was my dad's pocket watch. Uh, my mom bought it when they got married in 1938. Okay. I believe it was, it was made in 1935. It's Elgin. I don't think they, that they make anymore. 17 jewels, you know. On Elgin watches, uh, it'll be more, if it's gold-filled, we can buy it that way, but Elgin is not as collectible. Um, They made a lot of them. Your value is going to be in the casing. If it's gold, you can be 14 or 10 karat gold, and what we do, we actually do melt them. And um, because the the value of the gold is much higher than the value of the watch. Even if it's gold-filled, you'll get some. If it's in just a, a gold plating, we also buy them that way. Here, I got a better selling tactic for you. When someone says they need to know a value, you just say thousands of dollars. Come to the store, get your money, and then when they get there, you're like, oh, by the way, it's actually not worth that much, but they're in the store, and then they'll sell it to you. <laughs> that's, that's not a good plan, but we try and be... I'm trying to teach my son ethics in business. <laughs> we try and tell you, if it's gold, sir, uh, we'll pay you according to what the gold weighs. If it's not gold, we'll tell you in advance. You're okay. listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live. Our phone lines are open. If you'd like a free assessment of your collectible, our number is 416-360-0740. We should mention the store location. If you're thinking, hey, I've got something, maybe I'll go for a little road trip this week. Not, not that Richmond Hill's that far. They're located at 10,341 Young Street. And we should also point out, is it on Friday or next Saturday is your next big auction? Oh, we had an auction last Saturday, and it was the best ever. We have an auction coming up this week on Saturday, October 29th, with uh, comics, uh, Royal Canadian Mint product. And like I'm saying, you don't have to pay the big bo- big box prices. We have stuff that, like, it's something that will sell from the Royal Canadian Mint for $140. It'll be an auction for $50, $60. You can decide what you want to pay or if someone wants to pay more, but at least you're buying it at a reasonable price. These are all products that are... New, with the certificates, with the boxes. There's nothing wrong with them. The only difference between this stuff in our store and this auction and the stuff at the Mint is the price. And if you're going to buy something, it's always better to buy it a little less money. What time does the auction go? Is it a whole night of popcorn and champagne? What, no, what does no. it look like if I go to the store next Saturday? No, no, that's like your bit. No. Ours is uh, we have food. My wife always cooks something nice for uh, some uh, cookies and stuff. It starts at 11, and it goes until about 3 o'clock. So it's short and easy. And But you can bid online on iCollector, or you can call us at the store, and we'll t- walk you through how to bid from your home. Or just come in live and just come and meet us and uh, talk about yeah, stuff. Yeah, I feel like that's more exciting. Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, and no. There was talk fun. of cookies as well. So you go and have some cookies and find something you like and go have some fun bidding on it, right? Yes, don't yes. Don't bake cookies, not cook cookies? Obviously, I don't this do a true. lot of kitchens. Uh, yes, this okay. is true. <laughs> You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live. Our number is 416-360-0740. Back with more of your calls when we return. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. 
Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. I'm Ben Mercer in studio with two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny and Bogard Kenny. Back to the phone lines. Let's go to Robert in East York. Robert, you're live. How are you? Robert? Yes, hi. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. What do you got, man? Uh, I've got matching uh, license plates, uh, Ontario license plates from 1927. Oh, okay. I like that. Reasonably good condition. Did we have a um, slogan back then? Where was it yours to discover? What is it now? I don't know. I don't look at the license plate. That's a cop's job. It doesn't. It must say I, something, right? Yeah, I, I just don't have them in front of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. on but, license. Nineteen twenty-seven was an interesting year. Lindbergh flew the Atlantic. Took him mm-hmm. thirty-three hours, but he was the first guy to solo flight. Babe Ruth hit sixty home runs, and that uh, record wasn't. Uh, Matched until 1961 by Roger Barris. Who is and not also, in the Hall of Fame, uh, by the way. Sound films were introduced with a jazz singer. So for me, I guess it's kind of uh, it's a significant year, 27. But, uh, oh, it's 1927. Okay, yeah. sorry, I had 1927. Okay, yes. okay. All right, well, what do, you, what do you value them at? I mean, what would you be willing to part with them for? I really don't know. I'm oh, okay, so hold on. $300, but uh, that may be... I don't. I was going to say, there's not a lot of advertising on a 1927 Ontario plate. It seems that there's a blue plate and maybe a black yeah. plate for trucks, cars, different as we'd have see today. Is yours black or blue? Uh, black. Black. Okay, yeah. so probably a truck. That's actually 1927 is an interesting year, but it's earlier when there was when uh, Toronto only had 40 cars or 50 cars. People are collecting right. those for the big money. You get into the sure. 20s, it's it's it's. Um, uh, what's that called? Man cave stuff, where yeah. people put it on the wall, but they don't want to pay a lot. And wall hanger stuff. Yeah. yeah. And 1927 means something to us, but the newer generation who are building these houses is not as they'll they'll take a 1926 or 1936, whatever's the cheapest at the time. If you have a blue plate from Ontario in 19, basically in the teens, it'll actually have a crest, yeah. like an Ontario crest. The one that he's talking about, 1927. There's no art. At all. It's just a yeah. white plate with black numbers on it. It says Ontario and the year 1927. Yeah. Our next caller is going to be uh, Larry in Sarnia. Larry, thank you for calling Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio. Yeah, hi, guys. Hi, uh, gee, I never thought I'd be calling in. Uh, first of all, let me say, I, I'm in my 80s, so uh, money is not, is not my concern at all. Okay. Uh, I when I, I was a kid that. growing up in Toronto... Uh, the big thing was to save your nickels, if you had that much, or pennies, and go to the CNE, the, the mm-hmm. Canadian National Exhibition. Yep. And every year they had a grandstand show. Yep. Well, one year, circa 1939, they had a group called Lucky Teeter and his Hell Drivers. I don't know if you're familiar or have ever heard of them, but uh, they had these old cars, you know, they used to go over the ramps and roll them over and all that kind of stuff, you know? Well, I have a coin... Okay. Uh, it's that oh. I got when I was a kid at that at, at one of those shows, and it's uh, from Lucky Teeter at, at circa the dates right on there, and it's in mint condition, 1939. It says, "Good luck always, Lucky Teeter." Uh, I've tried to find out over the years if it's worth anything. Um, curiosity more than anything. I wish you could help me out here. Okay, but C&E collectibles, uh, medals and stuff, are still very collectible. But because the C&E was a huge show even back then, and hundreds of thousands of people went to it, and they would get these souvenirs. Like, they had the, you know, the, the music shows, the, the band shows, and they'd have, and the kids, the schools, they were always given C&E um, medals for winning. And they go for about 40 to $60. And they'd only give away 30 or 40 of those every year. Uh, this one for the Lucky Teeter Hell, Ri- Hell Drivers. Um, as a C&E collectible, maybe 50 to to $100. 
if if, if it was that, if someone the hell driver, I personally have never heard of Teeter and the Lucky Hell Drivers. Um, well, we've got the coin online. Yeah. Some people mount them on their actual key chain, so yeah. they'll drill a hole through it, or maybe drill they that came way. that way. I yeah. don't know. They might have given away thousands at the time, and a lot of them will probably show up in collections. The problem it's, is that Lucky Teeter isn't something that's sort of known today. There isn't no. sort of a throwback TV show or any sort of tribute Nothing to them. Like so that. it only lives in the minds of people who were around back then. So the market might be sort of washed out by now. Wait, is it gold or something like that? No, no it, it appears gold. It's probably copper. Copper or brass. Yeah. Yeah. It, even in perfect shape, sir, it's lucky you don't need the money. Um but I do not believe it'd be worth a lot of money. If you had posters or some people might even buy um, tickets um, for the rides, I could probably get $25 from a 1939 C&E ride ticket. Yeah. Well, and we, we talk about the co- collectibles typically have eras, right? So yeah. if, if you can miss the market in some ways, if, if you know, if, if the fan base for a certain base, uh, uh, baseball player has come and gone, the card, it's like a stock. It goes up and then it yeah. plummets because everyone who wants that card probably has it. So it's not just like a fine wine that ages and goes up in value forever. Sometimes things have a shelf life. I think this coin is probably with its proper owner right now. Yes. I think it probably means more to you than maybe anyone else or who knows. Call in if you're interested, right? 416-360-0740. Our next caller is going to be Kim in Brampton. Kim, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Hi. How are you doing? Okay, how are you guys doing? Not bad. What do you got? Good. Uh, well, I've got three things I want to mention. One is a pretty good story for you. I've got a, a little Hummel ornament. Okay. Uh, I got it from Goodwill for like $5. But it's in really good shape, and it's got a... What is a Hummel ornament? Oh, Hummel is, um, they were made by Goebel, yeah, made in Germany. Germany. Oh, right, the little have, kids, right? Little yeah, kids yeah. okay, yeah. Now, my family had a bunch of them, but everyone got broken because we all went and touched them and broke them. Yeah. I got this one in perfect shape from Goodwill one year for $5, and it's a uh, little kid, and it's it's got uh, looking at music sheet, and there's little birdies on the stand yeah. and everything. Okay, whatever it is, I'll pay $6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no. Okay, no. I better work on that. Yeah, okay. No, and the I'm, Hummel figurines, depending on the mark on the bottom, because uh, yeah. they did change the mark if you bought something just after the war, the mark would change as the as the years went by. And they kept on making the same figures over and over. They're delightful to look at. They're very collectible, but they're not going to appreciate it much in value because they kept on making them. They, they might have stopped when they run out of clay and water, but I think they might even be making them still today. Is this a little boy or a little girl sitting? Uh, no, it's standing with wings. Uh, standing with wings. And he's got a book in front of him like this. It's got the B and the B on the bottom. It's got. Yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying, though. They've remade these in different eras over the different decades. Yeah. You can see even as the quick glance here. The best Hummel figures are generally the big, like, lamps or the larger pieces because everyone bought the smaller ones because they were less expensive from your store as as a gift at Christmas time or uh, whenever. But, yeah, these are not going to appreciate and... Sorry, I can't give you a very high. Wait, value. no, Kim, oh. Bogart's in for six bucks. What else six you got? Yeah, no what, what else you else got? You have? Yeah. What else? I got a little Roy Rogers dressing gown for a kid. Wow! It's 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 old. It's like should have started there. That's more yeah. exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's even got the little um, twisted belt. You know, little cord belt. And the it. guns, or mm-hmm. fake guns? No gun, just okay. a dressing gown. Okay, Roy Rogers still very collectible, and depend was it used or still in the package? Uh, no package. Ah, the yeah. packaging sometimes is worth as much as the actual item is going to be worth. Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah. Sorry, what is this? What does this contain? Was it pants? A shirt? What is this dressing gown? What is that? It's just for know, a six-year-old. Kids don't wear dressing gowns anymore, but it's just like you know, you when you yeah. get out of the bath, you put your dressing gown on. Probably it's a house coat. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, gotcha. It's got cording around the neck, and it's got this little corded belt that's twisted with different colors. Yeah. And it's got Roy Rogers all over it. Yeah. He licensed to every different product. Probably in the packages, they're probably worth a couple of hundred. Without the package, there'd be some of this, probably about $25. Um, It's still very nice. It's collectible, but because someone used it, you know. Hey, I'm still in for six bucks. Okay. It's worth it. a visit, Kim. The yeah. store's located at 10,341 Young Street. Let's go to Gwen in Mississauga. 
Gwen, you're live on Zuma Radio, Hi. Consignment Heroes. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, well, before we start, whereabouts on Young Street are you? Near where? Uh, we're north of Major Mac. Major Mackenzie. Major Mackenzie, sorry. And that's what the people in Richmond Hill call it. And we're south of Elgin Mills. We're about 50 feet south of the beer store. Maybe that's the best way to describe <laughs> it to people. Everyone knows where the beer store is. Yeah, I don't think Gwen might not be up I on that. No, <laughs> but anyway, what I wanted to find out was um, I have a uh, sterling silver flatware uh, service for eight uh, and um, a dinner service of Royal Mint in China uh, for eight. And What pattern is the China? The China? Uh, hmm. I don't remember now. Okay. Put away at the moment. On the on the flatware, um, I'm going to give you a price right now. Today, at today's price, if you walked in right now, times yep. point. It's a hollow handled knives. Oh yeah, but I know they weigh about 14 to 16 grams a piece in silver, um, and uh, it's going to be. I'm going to just. Is this still the silver weight? If like, what if it's a nice set? Yeah, how do you know the weight of the silver already? Oh, he, he's already the, calculating. Look, I've at, the, had look the, at the wheels turning on this it's guy. It's Burke's Louis. Oh, and, Louis. Yep. Yes, and it has a salad fork, a dinner fork, a knife, and a spoon, and a butter server. And I have the carving set. Wow. All right. We're doing the calculations right now. We can give you a really good idea of what it might be worth. It's going to be, we're we'll be paying today, we're paying around 56 cents, if I did this correctly, per gram. Because it is going to be in the Louis, the serving pieces sometimes we keep. But if it's got a monogram on it, it costs more to take the monogram off. No, than, no, no monogram. Yeah. So So how many grams is it? That's what, that's what you come in the score. We actually weigh it for people and we tell them uh, that... Um, so generally, what is a set typically? How many grams would something like this weigh? Two thousand dollars, two thousand grams. Oh, okay. So right around a thousand dollars. Is this? This is my math. Yeah. Wow. Times point. I offer six dollars. You stop <laughs> You got competing Sorry. bids here, Gwen. <laughs> Sorry, I actually I misspoke because I did the calculations because I was distracted for a minute here with my silver bar. We're paying around sixty-one cents per gram, and you can actually call other places, and you'll find that we are one of the highest pairs of sterling and gold in the city like and we and you can get that price right over the phone with us as well but this is what we would pay uh today if you brought it in now if silver goes down we pay less but we will tell you we'll weigh it in front of you Mm -hmm. we will uh say here's what it weighs unfortunately most of these sets are worth more in silver than the kids just don't want the sterling okay if we're just going to gauge it for like a fork how much, like, if a fork, how much does one fork weigh, and how much would it be in well, silver? I'm interested in the whole shebang. How oh, no, I think you said the knife would be about 14 grand. So, 14 yeah. grand. So, so, it's what, seven, seven bucks? Yeah. Seven Give bucks just for the knife. Over. No, no. So, a, a fork is actually, in Louis, is about 60 grams. Wow. So, that'd be about $36 for the fork. That's but, just one fork. Yeah. So, if you've got a setting like that, it's probably going to be 1000 to $1,500 is what we'd pay. But we tell people this: here's what price, what it weighs is what it weighs, yeah. and we just say this. Is, and we do the same thing with teapots. We're melting, unfortunately. Uh, a lot of the heirlooms, everything back to about 1900, gets melted now because yeah. they made a lot. Uh, a tea set weighs, um, if it weighs in at uh, uh, one and a half kilos, we're going to pay you nine hundred dollars. Yeah. So don't sell it any less than or get another price, but make sure you're getting at least that much money or come and see us and we'll pay you on the spot. Well, Gwen, it's also good to get these things moving. You know, not a lot of people live in the world of I have a daily dish and silverware set and then one for the when we have nice company over. That sort of era is really gone. But a lot of people store this stuff. Sometimes 100 years it goes through families. So if you can think of a better use for a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars, maybe it's time to part ways with it, and you can go up to ten thousand three forty one Young Street and give the you guys will give a tempting offer. And and you can say yes or no, but we also buy silver plate. You might have silver plate. We're one of the only pl- buyers in the city for silver plate. We don't care what it looks like because we're crushing it. <laughs> You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. Let's go to Barbara in Hamilton. Barbara, welcome to the show. Hello again. Oh, I knew I recognized Hi. that name. What, this is the barber from Hamilton? Yeah. How did you get back in the queue? All right. <laughs> well, uh, I have, again, 
a set of dishes. It says on the back, finest bold, finest England bone china, made in England. It's kind of written in a circle, and I don't know underneath if it's a silk wood. It says there's a crown, a picture of a crown, and Melba below that. Melba. Melba. Okay. And that's... then it says. Um, Barbara, Made it's okay. For the Earth of Canada Limited. Uh, Melba China is a seconds, and it's not. It's not. It's about the Grinley. It's, it's bone china, but it's not very collectible. Um, we had a setting of twelve uh, about a year ago, and it sold in one pattern. We sold for about one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Oh, okay. And it's 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 nice china, but no one's collecting it. You, the collectible ones are like Ainsley, Royal Dalton, uh, Minton, uh, uh, Royal Crown Derby. We these ones will still maintain some of their value. Or Shelley, all of these things have got value. There, there's a, like one big top tier of China, then there's a bottom, a row, uh, next tier down, and then another tier that people use. Your Melba China is something people would use. Let's go to Pat in Mississauga. Pat, how are you? I'm good, thank you. What do you got? Well, I've got two sterling silver square dishes, about three and a half inches square. And in the middle is an Indian rupee with Queen Victoria on one and it says Empress Victoria on the other. And they're dated 1862 uh, and 1893. Okay, they're it's turning into flatware day on consignment. No, no, this, these, are pin, these are dishes. These are like pin dishes. And it looks like a coin in the middle, right? It is a coin. Yeah, unfortunately, the coin value has now been destroyed by being put into the plate. I see. But they're still collectible, but most of that still goes for the silver value, whatever it weighs in at. Uh, and those weigh in about... 90 to 100 grams. Right. So they're worth about $60, $70 um, because the coin value, if it, if it was a, a, a rupee from 1862, we're glad to buy them and we will not melt that. But because you put it into the pin dish, it's worth, it's worth, what, it's worth what it is in sterling. She gave you like two details and you're able to figure that out. Like I was still trying to figure out what she was talking about. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, there's a coin in it, right? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's I a do- coin, right. <laughs> I've been doing this for four. Bogart and I have forty years of experience. That's thirty-nine for me and one for Bogart. <laughs> Angela in Toronto is our next caller. Angela, I understand you have an old button of some sort. I have a um, a pin. So do I. Bellboy one from the SS Neuronic. What? Okay. What Hold is that? On. Some sort of like pin? World War or something? It's a button that the Bellboy oh. Neuronic wore. Okay. Now, uh, Neuronic, was that sunk? I don't know. That burned. Okay. Uh, 1949, I believe. Oh, no. Okay. Some people collect the nautical stuff. It was just the one pin. Just the one. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, something, if I can go away from this for one second, a key from the Titanic this morning sold for 104 thousand dollars oh what do you mean a key what like a like a key to unlock a door a key to unlock one to of like the... start the ship no <laughs> a key to unlock one of the um, uh, cabinets where they kept the life jackets and it was on one of the uh, uh it was found on one of the bodies of one of the um, stewards whoa and he gave it to his sister and i think his sister sold uh, just sold it an auction now for a hundred and four thousand one of the violins sold for over a million dollars but <sighs> We're not. We're talking about a pin on the neurotic. Um, I probably this type of stuff would sell for ten, twenty dollars. Yeah, and be collectible. Um, uh, if you had a full uniform, a little bit more. But a lot of people took the pin, the buttons off, and they'd save them away or change right. the buttons. So wait. So Angela, here's a good. Uh, the, the, what you can hope for is write to James Cameron, tell him to do a movie about that ship, sure. and then you'd probably get more money for it, right? Otherwise, it's just a trinket. Well, I, I'm not really interested in selling it. Yeah. But I, oh. I have it here, and I just thought I wondered what the value of it was. Yeah, a full uniform would be better, but like I say, I'm assuming it's in that area. If I had it in the store, I'd put in my one of my auctions, and we have ship collectors, and they would buy. They do buy this kind of stuff because there's collectors for everything in this world. I have found out. 
Let's go to, um, I can't see whose name is it on line three. We'll just take this live. Sebastian, if we could, who is that? Hi, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live. We didn't get your name. What is your name? Uh, my name is Moira. Hi, Moira. Welcome to the show. What do you got? Fine, I, I have say. a Art Nouveau bronze statue sculpted by a Polish sculptor. Had it for about 25 years. Who's the sculptor? Who's the sculptor? You know what? The name... Um, it begins with K. It's a Polish artist, but it's fine. And it's about eight to nine inches tall. Lovely of a milkmaid. Milkmaid statue. Yeah, yeah. It's a bronze. I don't it's... know if they deal with little bronze Oh, statues. yes. Oh, no. Anything that's art and uh, collectibles, um, we don't get enough of them. There's always a strong market for these. And uh, it depends on exactly who signed it, the condition it is, and how many they made out of it. Like... The bronze Remington statues go up to $25,000. Oh, my God. So, no, but on on um, a statue like this, if you can send me off a picture and uh, which foundry was made with the foundry marks and the signature on it, if you send it off to sales at torontogoldsilver.com, Excuse me. We'd be able to help you during the week on something like that. Moira, just a qu- quick question. We think we might have a line on it. Where is she holding the the, the milk container? Is it on her shoulder <laughs> or at her hip? Yes, across over her shoulder. Okay, yeah. I think I've got yeah. it right there for you. There, yeah. That's how it looks, yeah. Okay, so hold on the line. We're going to get you in touch with you. So you can talk to the two boys off air here. And if you want to continue the conversation, if you have an item you'd like uh, Paul Kenny and his son Bogart to have a look at or talk more about, here's the off air phone number. 905-737-4653. You can visit them in person at their new store. It's located at 10,341 Young Street. That's Young, north of Major McKenzie. And again, 10,341 Young Street. they got a big auction coming next Saturday. And their phone number is 905-737-4653. That's and a show, guys. What, we're, we're out of are time. Are we done? Yeah, unfortunately, that's a whole hour. Are these people coming in to buy silver? For, did you tell them we have silver for sale and gold for sale this week? I think you just did. Yeah, they know now. We're still on air. Are you going to sell that beautiful oh, brick, that 100-ounce beautiful brick of silver? You're going to sell that in the store this week? Yeah, no, we have 20 of these for sale. And please come in, even just to, even to look at them, but we have the best prices in gold and silver, silver in the entire city. You can call... Pick it up the next day or pick it up right away. Say in the, in the world, not just the city, the world. Sell it. Ah, I like Bogart. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Think He's the salesman blind. here, I think. Okay. I got to tell you. <laughs> yes, we're looking forward to people coming in. And like I say, we're always going to help people with getting rid of their stuff. I like it. I like it. This has been another episode of Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. Again, for more information, you can call 905-737-4653 or visit their store, 10,341 Young Street. And, of course, watch for Season 2 of Storage Wars Canada. Coming up in January. Yep. More zany antics. Have a great day. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.